and welcome to the Cinema Dump. Joining me again for the 19th time. It is it's... like third. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I'm cropping numbers. Who is it? It's Adam Camp. Yes. Um, following on for what we mentioned on, on the last episode, um, which was our uh, Alien Invasion films, um, we at one point mentioned the, the pinnacle of the genre, which was <laughs> Plan 9 from Outer Space by Edward D. Wood Jr. Anyway, since then... Mr. Camp here had the bright idea of um, perhaps doing a special on some of uh, Mr. Wood's films. Uh, Should we fill them in? Why we we chose to do this, really? Well, uh, basically, I I do not have an Edward education other than um, uh, the the film Edward by Tim Burton. Which is great. Uh, So my only knowledge of the films of the great Edward Wood Jr., was it? Yeah. Sorry. I was away from the microphone there. Edward D. Wood Jr. <laughs> Edward D. Wood Jr. Yes. So it seems like he's just his parents just wanted to use every syllable <laughs> twice. It is um, true. Uh, but basically, uh, I, I have only seen his films through the lens of Tim Burton. Yeah. So I was desperate to see the original versions of them, and it's been a long time since I've seen a shit movie on purpose. Yes. So I'm quite looking forward to this. Yes. Well... So what we should probably say is what we're doing this episode, which is slightly different from what we've done before, where we've picked a subject or a genre or whatnot and, and chatted around it, is we are at, well, we're, we're in a different location this time. We're at Mr. Camp's residence. We're in my own home, yes. Yes, rather than uh, my sort of cave slash hovel. And um, basically, we thought it would be more interesting, rather than add to watch the films and then us to do a little podcast, is what we're going to do is we'll do this little intro now. And then we're going, to, we're going to do what I have dubbed the Ed Wood and Holy Trilogy, which is the trilogy of films which are covered in the film Ed Wood, which starts with Glen O'Glenda through uh, Bride of the Monster and then into the classic Plan 9 from Outer Space. So what we're going to do is we're going to... Uh, we'll be cutting away at various points for Ad and myself to watch these films one by one and then we will reflect on them afterwards and give you reflect. our Reflect. That's it, reflect. <laughs> Mourn, yes. Uh, so question we, sanity disappear into one's own self. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. But I mean, you know, for those that are not in the know, Edward D. Wood Jr. Edward, he's highly regarded as being one of the worst directors of all time. That absolutely isn't true. That's you know, there's there's worse films. Yes, but as we discussed last time, there's a passion there, isn't there? He unbelievably believed. This Every frame he's put on screen was the best thing. Did utter self-belief yes. that I, I have learned about him is enough to warrant an evening such as this. Yes, so, yes. We are, so, so you know, um, um, he, he worked in the late 50s and um, basically he worked within the sci-fi and horror genre. Uh, I still argue that Plan 9 from Outer Space is one of the first sci-fi horror films. But, <laughs> you know, he was a trailblazer. Um, he was a trailblazer. Um, and unfortunately then descended into a, a career of titty films and westerns later on in, in his life he died relatively young I think he was in his late 40s early 50s he wasn't very young uh, very young sorry very old um, and uh, but it is his early output which a lot of people are very fascinated with this sort of uh, it was the atomic age of, of cinema and and uh, he, he came up with these very bizarre Films. The yes. first one isn't so much a horror film uh, that we're going to watch. Glen or Glenda is the first one, which, uh, looking at my notes here, is 1953. Um, and 
I, I don't even think I'm going to be able to put it into words <laughs> this film for you Ad because you're, you're, a, you're an Edward Virgin and, and <laughs> I'm not easing you in with this one um, it is a masterclass in use of stock footage I'm, I'm, I'm assuming somewhere between um, an old uh, one of the you know the lower end Hammer Horrors and Jam by Chris Morris Oh uh, no, you, you're way off. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because um, as as if if for people yet again who don't know a lot about Edward, um, he was a um, he was a crossdresser. He liked to dress in ladies' clothing, um, but he didn't tell his close his close circle of friends knew about it. He didn't tell a lot of people about it, and basically, this film is. His way of letting people know about it. I think it was originally meant to be a biopic about uh, Christine Jorgsen. I think she she slash he was called one of the first uh, publicly known sex change uh, transsexuals. It's transsexuals. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, no one had really. It, 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 I think it had happened previously to this, but I don't think it was. Uh, no one had really publicly acknowledged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it had been publicly acknowledged. And that's what it was initially meant to be. Unfortunately, Tim Burton <laughs> got his hands on it and turned it into a far more personal. You mean Edward? Who did I say? You said Tim Burton. Tim Burton. Edward. This t- postmodern oh shit that God. destroys it. <laughs> Unfortunately, Edward got his hands on it and turned it into a far more personal picture. And, uh, well, the rest, as this is, history. So, what we're going to do now is... What were you going to say? Do you want to say something there? Well, uh, should, we, should we just... For anybody listening who has not gotten... Who, who has no knowledge of uh, this movie, just give a brief um, synopsis. Where, you know, Should we pitch this movie? Or? Ed Wood's a bloke. He puts on a wig. He wears a, a weird jumper. Bella Lugosi sits there. Basically, Bella Lugosi is telling the tale. Bella Lugosi sits there blended in with footage of, of sort of bison running over a bloody <laughs> an open it, field and says weird things. If, if you are complete, I mean I, I am an Ed Wood virgin is in that I've not seen any of his actual movies yeah. but I am aware of yeah. and know the background and the cult of Ed Wood. Yeah. So for anybody not watching, look up Glenn or Glenda. Watch yes. the Tim Burton film, for God's sake. It's, most, it's, of these, yeah. most of these films are actually public domain, so you can find Yeah, find get them. hold of them. Yeah. Um, key fact for anybody who didn't know, he's completely oblivious to anything about Edward D. Wood Jr., yeah. is um, he befriended the at this period in his life very old, very elderly, frail actor, Bella Lugosi, obviously yes. of, uh, sort of um, 1930s Dracula fame. Yeah. Many um, other awesome, awesome horror films. Yeah, um, and yeah, befriended him, convinced him to be in his movies, mm. including this one we are about to watch. Well, in fact, he's in, technically, in all three of these films are about to watch. Yes, in all three, in the holy yes. trinity of, uh, unholy trinity. Unholy of, trinity, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a sight to behold. So what we're going to do now is we're going to settle down with uh, some beers to calm our nerves and watch the first film. And we will be back very shortly.
comes the major surgery, the removal of the man and the formation of the woman. A woman born at the age of 24. A new life is begun. The body of the woman within begins to appear now. The world is shocked by a person who changed his sex. Thus, the strange case of Glenn, who was Glenda, one and the same person, not half man, half woman, but nevertheless, man and woman in the same body. He dares to enter the street dressed in the clothes he so much desires to wear. Glenn is engaged to be married to Barbara. Glenn's problem is a deep one, but he must tell her soon. She's begun to notice things. Soon she will realize. And so, you join us again. <laughs> oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. We've just, we've just watched... The first of the Unholy Trilogy by Edward D. Wood Jr., Glenn O'Glenda. Add your thoughts. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> that was an hour and eight minutes of a nightmare. That I, 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 I don't even have the words to uh, take the piss. I just, yeah. I don't... I, th- right, okay. People listening at home, this was... A movie supposedly about uh, transvesticism, and that was in there. That was in there, and there were some moments where um, you know it, it, you you had basically the dialogue of certain characters were Edward's uh, soapbox where he was yeah. Yeah. speaking out about you know we should have greater understanding of uh, people who men who want to wear women's clothing and bloody bloody and that that was great. That well, it wasn't great, but it was it was there. <laughs> And it made sense. Mm. And I think the fact that I'm meriting, I'm giving merit to parts of the film that made sense yeah. says a lot. Um, what did, it was, what there did was, you think of Bella Lugosi? I, 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 <laughs> pull the string, pull the string. <laughs> I, 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 oh my God. To say that, um, uh, oh, who is it in, in Ed Wood, in Tim Burton's Ed Wood? Yeah. Playing him, who is it? Is it uh, uh, Martin Landau? Martin Landau. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, almost makes it seem logical and sane. Yeah. And then what we're watching essentially is a senile man sat in a chair, uh, preaching random lines whilst being intercut with stock footage of bison running. Um, <laughs> and then about thirty or forty minutes in, there's a whole fifties S and M sequence going on yeah. that keeps cutting back to him. With you know a uh, spot entirely on his eyes, yeah. glaring forwards and watching, yeah. can only assume fully erect at that point. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I, I need to gather thoughts to make them make any yeah. sense. I yeah. do not understand what I just watched. Well, it's the, the film starts off, and and as we were discussing when we were watching it, it it, it it's pretty boring to begin with. You know, nothing really is yes. happening in it. Um, <laughs> And it's it's it pretty much follows the formula of a a pretty dull um, drama, really, you know. But it's that latter third that <laughs> <laughs> descends into the seventh level of hell. Yeah, yeah, where you get that really, really bizarre sort of. Well, it's a drug trip, isn't it? Really. Yeah, but it's... in the fifties, they didn't have drugs. So. Oh, they did. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> Um, and well, 
I, I, yeah, I'm having, I've seen it many times before that film, and I'm having difficulty putting words to. I mean, one thing we will point out because it's still on the screen, which I'd noticed was um, um, Edward didn't use his real name in this film. Yes, Glenn gl- slash Glenn hyphen Glenda is credited as Daniel Davis. Daniel Davis. That's so interesting. But because I, I, in that film, as um, our listeners may or may not know, is Glenn hyphen Glenda was played by Edward, uh, the director of this masterpiece of cinema. Can we uh, can we talk yeah. about the um, uh, acting of his uh, lady friend, played by Sarah Jessica Parker in the yes, film Ed, Ed Wood? I can never remember saying him, but it's Dolores something or other, I think. Well, hang on, is there it is. Yeah, Barbara Dolores Fuller. Ah, Dolores Fuller, there she is. We've got the cast on the screen. Yeah, That's to cool say one. that uh, anybody who's not seen Glenn or Glenda... Um, not Glenn or Glenda. Uh, t- t- sorry? Uh, Ed Wood, what? Uh? Uh, people who have seen Ed Wood, yeah, yeah. Uh, but not seen Glenn or Glenda, uh, the fact is, I mean, clearly when you cast Johnny Depp as anybody who is uh, in any kind of biopic, any kind of real-life figure... They're probably being very kind to them. That is true. Um, you know, Hunter that S. Thompson, very, very true. blah, blah, blah. You know, um, but to say that um, when they cast Sarah Jessica Parker, <laughs> they were being immensely kind to this woman. Mrs. Horseface. <laughs> that is really something. Acting talent as well, you know. Should I really love my husband if he wears women's clothes? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, we were just saying she just... She acts stoned in this, doesn't she? Yes, there's yeah. several kinds of methadone yeah. gone yeah. into that woman but before take shall we started. Shall we, before we, we, we uh, go on to the second film, uh, we can talk about this one a little bit more, but I, I think what I'd like to do is, um, we got your um, knee-jerk reaction from that film, but yes. um, shall we try and try and put it in pers- pers- perspective for people who haven't seen this film? I mean... Really, we're not, we're not just talking a bad film, are we? We're, it's we're, we're talking uh, a completely unrelated collection of insanely filmed or pre-made film clips mm. edited together to be an hour and eight minutes long. Yeah. Some of them are too short, some of them are too long, yeah. some of them are really long. Most of the time when you talk about a bad film, you're talking about something that has a plot and has some kind of coherence and a, is there's a sense of wholeness by the end and yeah. you can talk about oh it started off well there was a shit bit in the middle and then it finished and it, yeah it's a bit disappointing this was just an hour and eight minutes of unrelated clips with vague references to transvesticism and being a bit more open um, shit loads of stock footage of Lord. bison um, soldiers in, in the South yeah. Pacific in yeah. World War Two. Yeah. Um, what else was there? Um, oh, the steelworks. Yeah, yeah, there was a steelworks uh, with you know voiceover of supposedly steelworkers discussing people wanting to dress in women's clothing. I think it's okay if they're not hurting anybody. Uh, yeah, I'm sure steelworkers in the fifties. Oh, oh yes, oh <laughs> yes. Lots of Freudian imagery of steel girders going yeah, in and out of like things, going in and then cut and then pulling out and then yeah. being shot. It was a bit. Sparks spurting everywhere. And, yeah, yeah. He, oh, it's a weird film. It's it's so to anybody who has not seen this. I mean, I had some vague understanding through watching Ed Wood. Yeah. To anybody who's not seen this, I'm not quite sure how to describe it to you. Ed Wood doesn't really prepare you for the trippiness of it. No, no. It, it prepares you for being a crap film. Yeah, and what it's about, but it doesn't really say. It doesn't do well, it doesn't tell you about the latter third, like I said. No, <laughs> this, is, this is literally, this is what, like 11 or 12 minutes of 
what is surely scandalous footage for the 50s yeah. of uh, women disrobing down to their giant bras and pants. Yeah. Um, woman on a couch squirming around whilst a man whips next to her with his yeah. shirt off. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and the, then there's... That the, devil fella? Oh, and the, the, the devil, the devil. Yeah. There's a devil in it who well, has... Presumably he's a devil. He's got like spiky... Pointy hair, uh, eyebrows, yeah, that uh, mimic horns with a yeah. devil beard, and there's a there's a wedding scene at some point where I think it's him imagining his wedding if he went through with, without telling his um, um, his other half that he was in fact uh, transvestite. So because he gets handed the ring by the devil, you see, it's like oh, of course, oh, so if you go through with it, well, it, this will be there. It's it's it, it's very literal. It, in honesty, metaphors. if you're going to get your devil as a best man, then you, mm. what a fucker of a stag do, but no, but sword is not. you can paintball, but no, burning virgins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I. I got nothing else to no, add to this. It's it's a fucking weird film. Um, well, it's beyond weird, actually. It it's it's one of those films where you would expect a lot. Like some directors, even of this standard, would you know go out there going, "I'm going to make something which is a little bit odd, a little, you know, a little bit of a strange film." I genuinely don't think he did. No, I genuinely no. thought he was making a, a piece of art. I think that's it. It strikes me a lot like it's um, a lot of the conventions and style of it reminded me of some wanky, pretentious student movie about an issue. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there's that sort of element hanging over it. You know, he was trying to preach about his own issues. Mm. Um, But clearly he'd he'd made the finished product and it was about 35 minutes long and so he was just right I I need to pad this out stock footage yeah stock footage how much stock footage have we got of war 10 minutes great it's 10 minutes longer Um, you know that that seemed to be his mentality so whilst he seems to be very much in the self-belief that he's made something very artistic and worthy he's got no issues with tarnishing it by just stapling <laughs> bits on and random shit pasting on the end make it long enough it's fine you can imagine him in the edit room card yeah, there we got this that'll do get that in there there we yeah. are Way beautiful an hour. it'd be like if uh, you know Da Vinci had done the Mona Lisa yeah. and it's like oh Leonardo it's it's only sort of A4 we wanted something A3 oh shit hang on my kid's done some drones of a fire engine in that I'll just I'll just staple them on the edges and yeah. uh, we'll do a bit of Pritt stick some glitter and stars there we go it's big enough now good <laughs> <laughs> yes. you've pretty much nailed Edward right there yeah. well on that note I think what's going to happen now is um, we might have to delve into Probably out of the three, honestly, I must say, Plan Nine is the it's the doozy, as they say. But I think um, this one, um, Bride of the Monster, Ooh. is probably my favourite of the three. I don't know why. Maybe after we after we watch it, and we discuss it. Maybe we will discover why. But I think it probably is. Well, surely anything after this mm. has got to seem like gold. <laughs> <laughs> Ad, are you scared? P- possibly, yes. <laughs> yes. Beware. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Pull this string. <laughs> Bubble, 
Take the girl to my quarters. Hello again. <laughs> you join us after our second film in the Edward and Holy trilogy. That was Bride of the Monster. And, well, all of the beer's nearly gone. And, uh, there's not a lot left to numb the pain, is there, Ad? I am, um, well, to say that it's it's development from uh, Glen O'Glender <laughs> in that there was a plot... There was, yeah. There were characters. And scenes continued on from one to another. Yeah, there was some semblance of continuity. Yeah. Well, well, co- narrative cohesion, so we say, rather than mm. continuity, because that was a bit lacking. There were... Yes, I suppose there, it was. There were, there, were, there were some questionable cuts. Um, <laughs> but that was really... Oh. I mean, I, I grew up on shitty Hammer Horror and American B-movies that were on on a Tuesday night on BBC Two mm. in the early 90s. But that was another level. Of, it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, Again, it's ha- I'm lost for words. It's hard <laughs> to put in words, isn't it? It's... it's um, yeah, the, the shitty B-movies, the shitty 50 B-movies, and then there is... Edward's shitty 50s B-movie. Yeah, I mean, again, we've got the screen paused on the end credits, and it's not even the whole end credits, but looking at the screen now, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Right, ten people uh, who were in the cast. Yes. Ten, those ten people, of possibly more, were convinced to be in this film. Um, and... There were also on top of this. There were, there were obviously Edward. Yeah. There was uh, producers. Cinematographers. Uh, there were cinematographers. Yeah. There were sound editors. Yeah. Uh, the people to make the well, at least put the score onto the movie. Uh, caterers, presumably. Mm-hmm. Uh, lighting. Um, so yeah. you, when you factor in the amount of people who are convinced this was a good idea, it's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. Um, What's your favourite moment of this movie? <laughs> um, in well, it's between either um, this well the footage, uh, the sort of like the 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 cuts between the stock footage of the octopus and them rolling around being attacked by the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> either that, or towards the end there, where you get the shots of uh, like. Um, Bella Lugosi in some other dimension, apparently, sort of walking <laughs> towards the camera and being shot. 
Uh, Although his, uh, his, his reaction to being shot was almost the same as if you'd got a bit of a harsh midgy bite. It was, like, it was a, nonchalant, <laughs> a nonchalant reaction, wasn't it? <laughs> um, just, I, I don't know whether we explained the plot prior to this movie. But, uh, <laughs> is there a plot? There, but there is definitely okay. a plot when All comparing right. it to Glenn or Glenda. Okay, right. There seem to be, there seem to be, uh, <laughs> the film seem opens, the film opens, two men are out with shotguns in the rain. I think they might be hunting. Yeah, they're, they're the supposedly rain, hunting at night time in the rain. Yeah. What kind of game they're after <laughs> at night time in the rain, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I believe there's a line of, um, I can't believe this storm, it's been the same every night for the last three months. Yeah, you wouldn't be that surprised after three months. Yeah, you? and when going on a hunting trip with this other guy, you'd, you'd probably think, dude, it's been raining every night for the last three months. Let's perhaps hold off, yeah. Let's, oh, or let's take a raincoat, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, let's, yeah. let's do something for our nighttime hunting trip. Yeah, yeah. Um, hunting bats or foxes, I don't know. But, um, <laughs> hunting bats. <laughs> uh, Bats? Yes. <laughs> Let's go hunting some bats. <laughs> it's <laughs> night time. Yeah. There's nocturnal hunting. They knock on a door because they, yeah. they need to get out the rain. Oh, because there's a house there. Clearly, a two-dimensional house. Yeah, two di- they could knock on the door of the 2D house because presumably their 2D <laughs> truck that they drove there in doesn't exist anymore and they can't yeah. just go home. Yes. Um, they knock on the door of the 2D house. Bella Lugosi answers. And says something like, fuck off. <laughs> what do you want? And then the guy goes, let's get out of here immediately. Which... Fuck off from my house. <laughs> fuck right. you. <laughs> um, but yes, they um, then run away and one of them falls into a pond and gets killed by an octopus. Uh, which, a plastic octopus. A yeah. plastic octopus, which I believe is the monster of the Bride of the Monster title. Supposedly so, yeah. I'm not now... On that note, you know, there's then, oh, there's a monster around. Is there? No, shit, oh, I don't know. And there's a reporter woman who uh, then wants to investigate the monster. Yes. Um, So she's driving along, looking for the monster, uh, gets a flat tire, (laughs) crashes a car, as we all do with flat tires. That's true. Um, Is kidnapped by Tor Johnson. Yeah. um, Placed into the lab of Bella Lugosi. Yeah. She's there for a long time while some other shit happens. There's a Dr. Professor Strausky, who is every Russian stereotype. He, <laughs> he, he more or less could have been no, carrying a... Soviet stereotype at this point, Ad. Oh, sorry, Soviet. Yeah, he, he could have been walking onto the scene with a hammer in one hand and a sickle <laughs> in the other. Uh, quoting Karl Marx whilst wearing <laughs> Lenin's corpse as a backpack, uh, and uh, he uh, couldn't have been any more. Like stress, he didn't. No, he didn't do that. No, no. But um, he apparently was on the hunt for the Loch Ness monster, and oh, then he mentioned that anyone didn't he? Yeah, yeah and then it presumably turned up to California because that's the next place you'd go. Of course, you know I can't find it in Northern Scotland. Yeah. California's probably <laughs> where I'm going to go next. It's yeah. <laughs> um, about right, So, yeah, he, he turned up there, yeah. talked to some police who mocked him and then went, that seems entirely logical. Yeah. And uh, then there was some other shit and I lost track. We got pizza. Um, yeah, we did, yeah, we And did. Uh, then... Then the, her boyfriend turned oh, up. Oh, yeah, a reporter's boyfriend turned up. Um, Tries to rescue her. She's dressed as a bride. Yeah, for some reason. Uh, no, it's called Bride of the Monster. At no point was there a, a human octopus coupling. <laughs> um, so, 
Would you want that? But, but well, perhaps if the movie's called Bride of the Monster, the monster's an octopus, I would at least like you got your money's worth, yeah. be prepared for uh, some uh, interspecial octuple penetration. <laughs> You're trying to put too many complicated words in this. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, she had, uh, the only element that suggested bride was she was wearing oh, yeah. a, a bride's dress. Um, and there was a monster, but it wasn't wasn't getting married to her. Uh, but no. yeah, yeah. So she um, that that happened. There was some shooting. There was Todd Johnson. No, well, you got to mention that Bella Lugosi had been kidnapping people to try and do experiments on the as super soldiers. That was it. Yeah, he was trying to turn people into super soldiers. Yeah. I'm not sure to what end. No, I'm not sure because because Todd Johnson knocks out Bella Lugosi. <laughs> As if to say, I am not going to be a servant anymore. Knocks him out. Puts him in his, like, his bloody stretcher. Zaps him with the gun to make him into a super soldier. And then is worried about the fact that he ends I, up becoming a super soldier. I, you know, personally, you know, with all my enemies, I try and, you know, one, once I've defeated my enemies in, in my real life, everyday yeah. battles, I, uh, I then you empower them, he- don't you, heal them and give them uh, protein shakes and training <laughs> regimes to make them super hard, then get scared. Yeah, uh, well, that's essentially what happened. And then obviously Bella Lugosi goes walkabout, doesn't he, with the bride. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And um, then he gets shot lots by police, falls into the pit. <laughs> With oh no, he gets a boulder rolled on him. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Falls into, the, falls into the pond yeah. with the uh, octopus, and then for some reason explodes into an atomic. Well, no, a mushroom he, cloud. He gets struck by lightning, oh, which, course, as we yeah, all yeah. know, yeah. causes a, uh, some kind of fusion reaction. I want, but yeah. either way, uh, yeah. As we all know, whenever anything gets struck by lightning, there is a nuclear reaction and there mushroom is a mushroom clouds. cloud. Yeah. yeah. And and that's where the film ends. And people feet away from it look upon it. <laughs> Two feet away from it. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, it's Honestly, terrible. Predator looks like a fucking documentary <laughs> in comparison to this. <laughs> With Arnie doing his little dive away from it. <laughs> get to the chopper. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, th- that film we were entertained, were we not? Yes, yes. We lost interest midway through, but to say that it, it was not as agonising as uh, Glen Ogland. <laughs> it didn't hurt me as much yes. as. That's, that's faint praise. <laughs> that's a tormented uh, woman who makes bad choices. They didn't hurt me as much as the last guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is pretty much that. We are the though. battered wives of Edward. <laughs> now, Ad, putting it off, but I hate to break it to you now, but the final film of the evening. Oh, yes. I mean, the evening, what time are we on now, Ad? Uh, it is 25 to midnight. 25 to midnight. How very apt. Next. We will be tackling Plan 9 from Outer Space. Fuck yes! <laughs> Damn right. Well, we'll see you on the other side. It is safe to state that the grandchildren of some of the people in this dinner will not be born on Earth.
They come from the bowels of hell, a transformed race of walking dead, zombies guided by a master plan for complete domination of the Earth. Plan 9 from outer space. Starring the most frightmarish cast ever, Bella Lugosi, the seductive vampira, and Tor Johnson as the walking dead. Turn off your electrode gun! No! No! Stop him, Dennis! I can't get it! It's jammed! Stop him, you fool! Bullets bounce off their bodies. Rockets, missiles, jets cannot stop their death ships. What earthly power can stop this terror? For a glimpse of things to come, see this blast of screen suspense. For it could be happening right now. We have just watched Plan 9 from Outer Space. And uh, your thoughts, Ed? Um, I'm a changed man. <laughs> I I previously thought that I'd seen bad films. Yeah. But no, I watched, well... I have seen worse films than Plan 9 from Outer Space. Um, like the last two films, we do happen to have it paused on the end credits right yeah. now. And we do have the wonderful cast list of um, Man, Girl, Policeman, Vampire Girl and Ghoul Man. Uh, Ghoul Man uh, credited as Bella Lugosi. So Bella Lugosi played the role of Ghoul Man. Apparently so. <laughs> yes. He actually played the role of man, I think. And then <laughs> technically Ghoul Man was the chiropractor of Edward's girlfriend at the point. Right. Uh, yes. Uh, do, should we put this film into context? Can you put it into context? Okay, right. It go. seems that yeah. uh, aliens want to invade Earth. Yeah. They want to invade Earth in the uh, day the Earth stood still sense because they want to... As a warning. uh, Yeah, they want to do it as a warning. So to do this, they send their their gayest uh, (laughs) alien commander. (laughs) We will mince them to death. (laughs) Even as mincy eyes. um, (laughs) Who sends his... his They were basically... I'll just try and start again. I'm trying to put together the logic of this film. Um, <laughs> I love the way your brain's just farting at you <laughs> and you're trying to make sentences out of it. Right. Aliens invade Earth by flying little saucers on strings around. Yeah. It turns out within those saucers on strings, there is the gayest alien commander ever. Of course, yeah. Um, and there are his two operatives that seem entirely in charge of the Earth invasion. Mm. And there, he, he says to them, right, well, what plan? What plan are we putting forward to invade Earth? And they go, oh, we're doing plan nine. Yeah. And he goes, oh, yes, plan nine. To yes. reanimate the Earth's dead. Yes. It does. So um, I, I think, you know, if anybody listened to our previous podcast, we mentioned the notion that this was plan nine, <laughs> suggesting there were eight previous plans. Which weren't quite as good. Yeah, that were worse than this one. (laughs) But yeah, they have these two operatives who reanimate the Earth's dead using their electrode guns. Um, And they reanimate... Uh, what well, it's, it's like a it's like a horde of the undead, isn't it? How many did how many was it? Horde. Um, oh, uh, twenty six thousand. Or no, no, no I don't. It was three, wasn't yeah, it? Three. Three, yeah, three. Three. That was three. It, yeah. yeah, that's gonna 
overwhelm five billion people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they're in the, even say yes. We've because they have Todd Johnson who they reanimate. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, Vampira. Yeah, and Vampira and Bela Lugosi. Who isn't? It's just not Bela Lugosi. No. He's dead. He was. He died before the film was he made. Um, but they uh, reanimate. They, they bring they bring Tor Johnson to show off to the the minty commander, and he's um oh are all Earthlings as powerful as this one, and then uh, <laughs> uh, they go no, one is a woman and one is an old man. Yeah. At which point, if I was minty commander, I would have fired my two generals in charge of the <laughs> yeah. Earth invasion. <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, one's you know one is pretty good. The other one is old. And the other one is a lady. Yes. <sighs> but were you entertained? Oh, yes. Far more than any other gobshite piece of cinema that we've watched tonight. Yeah. We saw one nightmare, uh, one, <laughs> one awful B-movie, and one... I, I, would, I would be happy to call this a cult classic. Is uh, there is some sense to it. There is some... Um, being the deluded man he was, I can understand now why he thought this was his masterpiece. Yeah. Because it is clearly the best thing he's ever made. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we yeah, it, it had narrative sense. There was a plot going through. We did have a wonderful game of who the hell is the protagonist. Yes, we, yeah, we did. We did talk about this. Yeah, um, who is the protagonist? It's... I think it's meant to be the pilot, isn't it? I think it's meant to be, yeah, but he's he's not in it for a long time. No, he just sort of turns up. And he also describes the flying... He, he says, yeah, we saw flying saucers. They were cigar-shaped. Yes, he does. Now, I don't know how many saucers he's used in his life, but <laughs> cups they, don't tend to balance on cylinders. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's all a little bit odd. Yeah, we did. We we, we played that game. It's It's... And we also played the daytime nighttime game as yes, well. Yes, daytime nighttime. Daytime yes. nighttime. Daytime nighttime. It switches daytime and nighttime between shots, which is, I mean, it's but, not even. The, well, just to so explain, fun. yeah, there's a. He clear, there was clearly a set built for the graveyard scenes that was mm. a nighttime set, an indoor nighttime set with a black background. Uh, and occasionally misty fog when they could afford the dry ice. <laughs> um, cut out gravestones. Yeah, and cardboard cut out gravestones yeah. that wobbled when people walked into them. <laughs> um, and then there would be that intercut with shots of people looking at what was happening in the graveyard, but it was blatantly daytime, but not just like a bit of sun it was like full on California sunlight (laughs) blazing down with palm trees and yeah like it's almost um, uh, admirable how little effort was put into maintaining continuity it's ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous it it, yeah it's it's mind boggling (laughs) Is what I would say. It's just the, 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 it's it's like we were we were talking about what we're watching. Being in that editing uh, suite, sort yeah, of yeah. just cutting it together. I'd love to have just been the guy sat next to Ed Wood, going, "Do you not think maybe that bit? No, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, yes, yeah. okay. It's your film. Your f- whatever, whatever, man. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's uh, yeah, like you said, it's mind-boggling, uh, but so entertaining. I think I think the. Um, 
this reputation that this film has has, has got because um, it has a hell of a reputation of being one of the worst films ever made doesn't even come close it isn't no it's, I've seen far worse films I think it I think it gets the reputation because it's such a cool classic because it is so entertaining mm. it, from start to finish you're entertained because it's so silly um, but as we said on the previous show, part of that is because he was so passionate about what he did. Yeah. You don't for a second believe it, what he was doing was there was any sort of, um, uh, you know, he, he hadn't he, he hadn't sat down and went, I'm going to make a sci-fi film. He just went, I've wrote this script. It's brilliant. <laughs> it, there was such passion behind it. Yeah. That's what was great. Um he was having a he's having a good time and he was trying to make a piece of art. Well, that's it. There's that whole uh, day the Earth stood still element. The aliens invade because they want to stop humans from blowing up the universe, which yeah. they're on their yeah. on their way to doing mm. because they've made the atom bomb and blah yeah. blah blah. You know for a fact that Edward was sat there writing this, you know, on his shitty typewriter, just going, "I'm a fucking god. Yeah, yeah. This is a masterpiece. Yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's, what, he, that's what he was thinking." Um, and and that I think that is why it's got this sort of um, reputation as uh, sort of this legendary cult film. It's, yeah. Um, like I was saying to you earlier that I, I saw this one out uh, maybe about longer than yeah longer than ten years ago. I saw this for the first time. Me and the guy I was watching it with, we just like we couldn't believe it, but we were massively entertained. But at the time, we were watching a lot of. Um, the stuff that was on the uh, oh, the Vault of Horror DVD <laughs> selection, uh, yeah. City of the Living Dead, and things like that. We were massively into our um, Italian horror at the time, and ninety five percent of that stuff was utter shit that we could get halfway through, and we were just like, "This is." Mm. Me, I, I I definitely have seen worse than this yeah. on Bravo in my teen years. Exactly. Um, uh, Bravo was a channel on Sky when, yes, in the nineties, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. uh, but yeah, all the not zom- necessarily zombie flesh eaters, but the stuff of that kind of ilk was mm. far worse as pieces of whole cinema. Yeah. Uh, whereas this is a fully realized piece yeah. of film. Yeah, yeah. Um, with a plot, with characters, with a story. It's shit, yeah. but there are far where Glen or Glenda is yeah. is one example. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a piece of it's a piece of entertainment. This is far, this yeah. does its job. It entertains. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, uh, yeah, like like I was saying, a lot of the stuff uh, that I used to watch years ago, um, a lot of the Italian horror stuff, um, especially, it's um, it, it does it does. Well, it basically commits the, the greatest of all cinema crimes, and that is being boring. Yeah, you can you can do something which is looks great, um, but sometimes um, the worst thing you can do is be boring. And a lot of these films are just fucking dull. Yeah, uh, really well, dull. that's what I would have to say about Bride of the Monster. Yeah, uh, yeah. that whole half an hour in the middle. Yeah. 
we were talking about something else. We were talking about video games or yeah. something, but it was because the film was so shit. It yeah, was the, the it was boring. The end, yeah. yeah, the beginning and the end when you've got the plastic octopus, fantastic. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the middle bit when nothing happens, there, it was just dull. But yeah, it's to make a film about the absurd and the surreal, and it be dull. Yeah, that yeah. is a real crime. Yeah, um, you know it's. It, yeah, to be a B movie director and just make dull films, that I think that's worse than just being terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think so also. Well, to um to wrap up, should we just should we just have a little bit of a summary of what we've seen this evening? Um basically, uh yeah, so we'll, we'll go from the beginning until the end. Um Glenn or Glendrad. Nightmare. Nightmare <laughs> An hour and a half. Uh, sorry, an hour, no, uh, an hour and eight minutes, yeah. actually. Hour yeah. and eight minutes of uh, a protracted nightmare yeah. on film yeah. um, and had not had anywhere near enough beer to be able to digest that properly. <laughs> um, disjointed pain. Oh, I That's see. what Glenn Oglender was. So you didn't enjoy it then, yeah? Um, <laughs> I think to, to to think of it on the scale of enjoyment or not enjoyment is to it's to if you imagine you had a coin yeah. and on one side was enjoyment and a lack of enjoyment then you flip the coin on the other side would be Glen or Glenda ah, oh. uh, yeah just something that's completely outside the realm of liking <laughs> or disliking it's just <laughs> agony <laughs> like, okay so that, you weren't fond of that one then no uh, okay um what, what what do we think of? Um, I mean, I am with you on I'm with you on Glenda Glenda. By the way, yeah, yeah. What do we think of Bride of the Monster? Um, it was it was okay. It was just a bit of a dull B movie with some quite funny moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've seen a lot of B movies and shitty Hammer horror. Yeah, I own most of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and they're uh, more ironically enjoyable films. Yeah. Than... And that's like a point out. There's no such thing as a bad Hammer horror film. They're all amazing. Eh? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. The, um, but uh, I I enjoy Bride the Monster. Um, there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but I I find it an easy film to watch, as it were. Yeah. It's... Yeah. It's it's not um, well to say that Glenn or Glenda was heavy going is. Uh, <laughs> Not quite what you expect of heavy going, but um, basically, yeah, Bride of the Monster was much more straightforward. Yeah. There was a plot. Yeah. Uh, characters went from A to B, mm. um, and there was no random numerical value in between A and B. <laughs> 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 I, yeah. I, I think I get you that. And uh, finally, Plan 9 from Outer Space. The ninth uh, of all of the plans. <laughs> Plan three. <laughs> Cancel their newspaper subscription. <laughs> Plan seven. Kick over their milk that was delivered. <laughs> yeah. So what do you uh, what, what do you make of Plan Nine? Um, I, I I liked Plan Nine. It was bizarre enough to be thoroughly enjoyable um, and shit enough to basically have a good laugh about. Yeah. Uh, but it's like it's like we were saying it's that sort of admirable lack of self-consciousness in his direction that uh, just makes it a classic like the 
there's so many films that are sloppily made. I really don't think this was sloppily made. I think it was really made with passion. Yeah, yeah. But the man just couldn't see what was in front of him. Yeah. You know, he was putting this together thinking it was perfect. It's, it's, uh, I know, like moving into a house that's already on fire. It's, um, <laughs> just thinking, oh, it's wonderful. And the kids' room will be there. And, and there's like a screaming woman already burning. And, yeah, that's, oh, what a wonderful place. We'll hang the mobile. And, yeah. you know, it's, um, but yeah, it's uh, just it's so unselfconsciously made. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I did also. Uh, well, I haven't, uh, I have for many years enjoyed Blood Nine. It's a, uh, it's a treat, so to speak. But uh, did you enjoy your Ed Woodcation? I did enjoy my Ed Woodcation. Yes. Um, I can't say I'm, I, I would fancy uh, sitting <laughs> through these three hours again. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure I can pick some other sort of director <laughs> or a genre we can we can uh, make you sit through. Yes, for sheer pain. Um, but um, yeah, good. Yes, enjoyed, enjoyed. Um, uh, yeah, it got better as it went on. Perhaps linked with the amount of beer that's yeah. been consumed. Maybe, maybe. I mean, after that, after that film, he did move on to uh, Night of the Ghouls, which uh, is pretty much on par with Plan Nine. Uh, and then, obviously, we we get to what we mentioned before: the titty films. The titty films. What was it? What was the one called? He, uh, Orgy he, of the Dead. Yeah, he didn't direct it. He wrote, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, when even the dead guys are getting some, there's some crazy shit going down. You know? <laughs> yeah, Orgy of the Dead. Check it out if you're in any way fascinated with Edward. But uh, we just like to thank everyone for having a listen uh, tonight. If, today or whatever day. What, yeah, if, if, if you like this particular format of the show. Yeah. Then let us know because yeah. this was quite a, a fun experience. I yeah. think just watching films for the first time. Yeah, we could do other genres, franchises, directors, trilogies, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah we can do that. We can do yeah. that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, well, yes. Thank you very much for uh, for for listening, and uh, please do um, subscribe on iTunes and whatnot. You can search for us, and you find us on Facebook and Twitter also. Um, and you'll probably catch us in the next couple of weeks when we do another show. Yeah, probably nothing as painful as this, but uh, probably uh, something perhaps quite not. But <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, I'd be like to say goodbye. And goodbye, and goodbye from me as well. Ta ta.